0: Exactly. Exactly what it was like. It's like I love your hair, and just before I knew it, fingers were entangled. Oh hell to the no! No. Like you, like um, you're palming my head like basketball <laughs> entangled. Like
1: and you I, are Wilt Chamberlain, girl. Like what? It's like
2: what? You're listening to this Cupac Life, a podcast that looks at the world through the lens of a queer person of color. Now, if you're just joining us for the first time, welcome. And if you're coming back, I personally have a lot to talk about. Of but there's also some other people in the room, so I will give them time when they to need to. to say today. <laughs> Your Fab Four are back at the table, and last week's special guest is back for an encore performance. So let's go around and introduce ourselves. This time, I want to know... If I used oh oh here we go we're getting into the subject right now I'm just reading the script for the first time <laughs> I want to know if you used a hair product to describe yourself what would it be your question Dr Rios
1: Hi my name is Carlos Rios so you can catch me online at Trey Fabulo my pronouns are he she they herses and my hair product is Uncle Funky's daughter Oh what. Oh, it's called Uncle Funky's daughter. I'm Googling it right. <laughs> it's,
2: it's for real. We need to fact check. Let's and just
1: and the specific one that I well I use two of them and the, actually three of them in the line. Uh, one is called Magic Curls. The other one is called Good Hair. Mm-hmm. And the last one is called Thirsty Curls because it's the the revitalizer when you need that little spritz spritz oh, so in the hair. use
2: the collection.
1: Listen, I'm a woman of means and ways, and I need things. There, there it is, are. right there. It's real. It's real. I oh. bought it for the name. Well, I'll be. It's also really good. Anyway, Joe. Uh, You may call me Joe Lee.
3: That is Joe with no E. And if you need me, that is how you will find me on the internet, especially Twitter. My pronouns are they, them, theirs, and gold bottles. And if I were to describe myself with a hair product, I would be toner. Ooh. Because I can't help but always try to improve things. Ooh.
2: Like a printer. No, oh. <laughs> like like what? like when you bleach your hair. <laughs> oh,
3: oh, when you bleach your hair.
2: Oh, okay, now oh, because otherwise it gets that really weird yellow color. You have to tone it, right? right.
0: Like like a printer. Like a, like
2: you're like like, like
0: You
1: a,
3: like you knew it. Like, like, an, a, like, a, a, like an HP <laughs> jet girl. <yeah. laughs>
2: now oh we know God. what
3: your major was. <laughs> 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 i'm
4: jonathan aka blasian fma and my pronouns are he him and his my uh hair product would be dark and lovely oh yes, yes. <laughs> because i'm brown uh-huh. and fine
1: uh, uh, all right let <laughs> yeah. the children know
4: it is, it is hunting season y'all
1: it's <laughs> yes. okay. okay. almost summer and our very special guest, Ashley, go ahead and introduce yourself.
0: Yes. Hi, I'm Ashley Nesby. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. And mine is uh, the Tracy Ellis Ross's pattern beauty, Ooh, the entire collection.
4: Thank you. Oh, oh snaps. snaps. Um, she has a hairline? Oh, Ooh, yeah.
3: She just released it. That's what you need to Google. That's what I need. We got Rihanna for the face and Tracy for the hair. Yes. Hello.
2: So you're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Done at any time.
4: <laughs> we just need the skin, uh, reg- the skin, the body skin, Who would and the be that? facial. Um, Who would do that?
2: Uh, who's that supermodel? Barbara? Uh, what's I, her face? Chi-San.
4: No, the first supermodel. What's uh, her name? Oh, uh, we could do Naomi Campbell. Naomi with a, Campbell. With a fa- uh, she would be good. A face uh, regimen.
3: Wasn't oh. wasn't Jane it trying to do something like that? Oh, oh I don't know. I could Who? be wrong. Anyway, oh, nice. everyone. <laughs> okay, <let's> <laughs> <see>. <laughs>
2: My name is Zachary Aris. You can find me online at Zachary Aris. My pronouns are open. And my hair product, gosh, well, I'm half white. So if you didn't know, white people don't like to wash. So I'm just going to mm. co-wash. So um, I don't know. Like, whatever is on sale at uh, at the Duane Reed.
3: Suave. And this I thought, is... I thought you were going to say dry shampoo. Is oh, that
2: real? Dry shampoo. I love spray dry shampoo. Oh. Let me tell you why. How does this work? When it's in the summer... And it's, it's just like, whoa, this is getting too much. You just do a spray. No. And it's then never it's just too much. It's clean. And now we're talking <laughs> about Luther Vandross. And this is <laughs> the <laughs> award winning <laughs> This Cupac Life. Oh, I
3: can't reach my arm. This Cupac Life.
2: For those unaware... <laughs> For those unaware... Jonathan uh, worked out three times this year. <laughs> and I have some really
3: bad muscle week. pain.
4: So y'all can't see because we're not a video podcast. But when we say this q life, we might put a video out or something to get the fans to do it with us when that they're driving really on the street actually. or something. Mm-hmm. But we do like... Uh, now, this isn't a QPOC, but it's a Ro- Ryan Scoble original uh, choreography where on this... Wait, let me get it right. This... Then Q-Pak, you touch your shoulders with the opposite hands. You cross your arms. arms Wakanda with open hands. Uh, Yeah. Wakanda with open hands. (laughs) So Q goes on the shoulders. Then Pac, you open open them and you touch the shoulders. And then on life, you put your arms straight up into the air. Into the air. So we usually do that. Um, You never knew that because you've never seen it before. (laughs) But today, I tried it right before the theme song started playing, and I almost killed myself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Those little delts. Just <laughs> and little Terracco
4: arms. <laughs> I have to, like, yeah. Sorry to derail, but there we are.
1: So if you're just listening for the first time, you may not know the power of a self-care check-in. Hmm. Each week, we like to take a moment to ask each other, how are you doing? Because a simple act of mental hygiene amongst queer people of color is an act of rebellion in these depressing-ass times. <laughs> <laughs> and in these times, we have got to rebel and resist as much as we can, whenever we can. Mm-hmm. So, I ask you, JoJo, how are you doing? I'm doing well this week.
3: Um, I am still doing a lot of, of playing catch-up on... Um, the bills and ting, because you know they don't stop. <laughs> they and sure don't. When sure you get don't. behind, it is it is a hustle. So um last night I was well not last night. Yesterday I was particularly proud of myself because I rolled out of bed, got my coffee, made my breakfast, got back to my desk, and then I've been doing the the bullet journal process mm-hmm. lately. Okay. Love and a it's just journal. it's been working so well for me now that I've simplified it and stopped overcomplicating it. And I just planned out this is what I'm gonna do. I worked on three websites yesterday. Yes. I made a new little ditty for for last week's episode. Come on, Ditty. Mm-hmm. I um remastered four tracks Re- on masters. the music. Remastered honey. to come yes. out for clients. Oh, for clients. Not for myself, I was necessarily. Looking for that news. No, no. that, that news will come. I'm waiting that for news will come. three times a baby, honey. Yes. <laughs> three times are coming. And then um. Ooh. Ooh.
4: Oh, maybe oh. we all heard something different. I mean, I support Excuse that too. Me. So did I? <laughs> For the pouring
3: twenties, <laughs> <20s. laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't caught up yet, but um, I'm just—I got so much done yesterday, and I'm like—I'm trying to wrap these projects simultaneously so that I can get caught up and get move get moving forward in my 2020. Um, and something else I did yesterday, I started. I'm trying to be better about the first thing I do in the morning. Mm. So I woke up this yesterday and I kept this little notebook by my bed. I grabbed that notebook and I wrote down five things that I'm grateful for, mm. and I did I like it that. again this morning mm-hmm. so I can start the day in abundance. Mm. Yep, mm-hmm. and that's how I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. Come on, Electra. Yeah, hello.
4: That's really good. Judge <laughs> <touch> for me. <laughs> hey. It's a, it's a, it's a job to keep yourself. Um, Going, mm-hmm. and so you're putting in the work to do it. Well, for me, um, y'all, I have discovered I don't know what they're called, and I can't pull it up on the phone right now, but it's this long blue thing that you take with you into the shower, and it feels like sandpaper for your skin, but it's not. It's it's good for your skin. Now, in the pre-show, Carlos told me don't be doing that every day, but basically, it's a like a washcloth. <laughs> <laughs> but you shouldn't
1: exfoliate your skin every day, did, yeah, real talk. Like so maybe I just…
4: I, I just… Yeah. Because what it does… I mean, maybe I'm the last person on earth to figure this out. But it, like, it takes the dead skin off of you so that you can apply your creams mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Oh. So many of you already know that i am been on a journey with my face… And like putting creams and uh, moisturizer and all of that on there. I saw
3: your Instagram. Story. So now I've graduated
4: <laughs> to full body care. Yeah. So I'm doing like the scrub. Yeah. And then like I feel smooth as ever since I've been a baby. And then. um... <laughs> <laughs> And then I put the this uh, Korean lotion, and I am i can't read anything on it. And I'm hoping it doesn't have bleach in it.
1: But <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Girl, because no. you can not be too in the Korean beauty product. I'm monitoring
0: <laughs> my skin. Yes, check in. in Google Translate. <laughs> right.
1: But, well, your phone. never be too <laughs> sure. <laughs> but then afterwards. Get your fancy swatch today, and
4: then check in tomorrow. <laughs> Look, that'll be another time check-in. But I have started looking into makeup as well. I bought a makeup brush and some oh, stuff at Sephora. Oh, here we Sephora. go. At Sephora? Yes. Yes. And so um so that's me. I'm just uh caring for skin and
2: um
3: and it's just an exfoliating bath cloth. That's
4: an exfoliating oh. bath. And cloth And your skin
2: that I got. is mm. your largest
1: organ on your body. Sure
2: so is. Oh my gosh, everyone. Um I just wanna <laughs> say that the last week or the last like two or three weeks has been like the most busy and difficult time of my life because I just had so many like really major pro- projects moving forward that would, I think, would determine my future in life. Um, It was really really difficult to do these things over the holidays, but I'm super glad that I'm done. Um, I also want to say, I just want everyone to know how selfless... How Christian, you should see his how face right now. Christ like I am. So within <laughs> well, our, Christ-like How Christ like <laughs> wow. I am. A martyr, a veritable pariah character. Let, no, let me app. tell you what I did. Well, I did. To find the person. Um, okay. For our employee resource group, um, <clears throat> I don't drink. Now, I may have known vodka a couple of times in my life, but I don't believe in alcohol.
1: Including last week. <laughs> however,
2: Ooh. two weeks ago, however, that was time number nine that I had imbibed. Now, let me let me say this. Okay. I am so selfless, a hero, that I worked to get all of our ERGs events for the next year sponsored by Diageo, it's meaning that we don't need... We're not going to want for nothing. Not only did I do that, but I have put into motion the stone to roll down a hill or whatever um, to get Diageo to sponsor all of our company's ERGs um, AFAM, Bio, Mi Gente, the family one, and the women. Um, <laughs> For the next year. I I alone. Oh my you God. mean parents? The family. <laughs> the family. Look, I, I, I got to wrap it up, but I believe that children are the future, so.
0: Mm, teach them well and let them be the way. Well, let I just want to say that way.
2: James
4: 3.16 says, For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. Well, look at that. Look at who? Well, who said that. Look at that. 316. <laughs> that? Jamie
2: 316. Look at that I don't, timely word. I don't, sorry to that man.
3: On today, <laughs> the Bible also says, "Make it your ambition to lead a quiet life." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> damn!
2: <laughs> huh? Look as the Bible quotes <laughs> said angel. Shut the fuck up. Investor <laughs> for many uh, performance. Th- no, I'm not gonna do that. Carlos, you go.
1: My turn, great. So, um, moving on. <laughs> just moving right along. Uh, so, in terms of my self care, um, one of the things that I like to do, and I've talked about it on the podcast a couple of times, is uh, use video games as a form of self care because I enjoy playing them. I get a lot. I have a lot of fun. I love puzzles and I love solving issues that you know you experience in a video game. And so, I recently purchased the Star Wars Jedi The Fallen Order game, oh. which is actually really, really fun. So it's a combination of kind of like the Knights of the Old Republic and like a Tomb Raider kind of thing or like an Uncharted kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So if you enjoy those kinds of games that are a little action adventure, kind of crawling around and exploring, it's um, it's just challenging enough where... Like I've died multiple times trying to like combat like the evil characters, uh, but I can still get through it and not feel super frustrated. So I, it's been really fun because I've had some downtime at the beginning of the week because we had a shortened week this, this week for work because of MLK Day. And so for me, it was just a nice way to spend some time and uh, just feel good and disconnect a little bit. I also went on two very successful dates this week. So I'm really happy with that. With two different people. So, hi, if you're listening. Because they both <laughs> know about this podcast. Yeah. And now it's going to get awkward. Well, now it's a contest. Now it's a contest. Well, listen, in these I have streets one envelope and an in, my hands. <laughs> in these complicated times, like you have to assume everybody's playing the field. The so. winner is La La <laughs> And New York is a numbers game. We all know this. It sure is. We oh, all know been, this. There's been a mistake. A
3: you have to create that top-level awareness. Come on, Top.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that's my crazy week in self-care. How about we ask our very special guest, Ashley, how about how she's doing? Uh, yes, come on, Top.
4: Um, <laughs> wow well, here we go Here we go
0: uh, Another beautiful segue I uh, have gone to Therapy Two weeks in a row Wow For the first time ever Ooh. In my life You ever just get Sick and tired Of your own stuff Like you just Get sick and tired Of hearing yourself Say the same stuff oh, Over yeah. and over and over Every again. day And you're like I just Somebody else Gotta listen to this Cause I can't <laughs> right. I can't Hear myself Say this Another time It's weird it is super weird, but I think I'm, I'm going to try to stick it out and just be in it for the long haul. Mm-hmm. It's super strange to just have somebody asking you about like what happened at four to check. Right. I don't, I don't really know. I want to talk to you about why I'm mad today, not about <laughs> what happened in 1986. But I'm going to give it a try, and I am proud of myself for going because you know, in the black households, moms say. Don't tell anybody right. this family's business. Mm-hmm. And I'm laying
4: out all
0: mm-hmm. the business. <laughs> right. Sorry, you mom, I'm right but out out the like, the listen, window. somebody else got to hear this besides me. Somehow.
4: Yeah. If it <laughs> were a God. Tyler Perry movie, then there would the be, be somebody with a bad wig and be It would be part of your family ah. that you did it <laughs> The camera would cut away from you one minute, and then mm-hmm. it would come back to you, and your hair would be a completely different oh, style. Oh, my completely God. Different.
1: And then a light-skinned man with a cornrow wig would come and save <laughs> your life. Just hold
0: on for dear life. And then <laughs>
4: your best friend would betray you and steal all your money. Did you watch A Fall from Grace? I did. God damn it. I savage. watched it.
0: <laughs> I watched it, and I played the drinking game that was going out there on the interwebs, and it you get drunk. You get your
1: little <laughs> so Speaking bad. of a fall from grace, I think we all need to take just a little bit of a break.
3: So, you, our dear listener, might have wavy, curly, coily, kinky, or whatever non fine textured hair there is. And you have probably had a variation of this conversation at some point in your life. I just love your hair. It's so beautiful. Can I touch it? And most of the time, you're lucky if they ask, right? So I want to know for my friends at the table how does this show up for y'all? And it doesn't just have to be hair, like when people push up on your
1: boundaries. I'll go. Um, (laughs) uh, I actually just recently experienced this quite a bit. So at the end of uh, 2019, I took myself on a solo trip. Um, I I like to joke that I I went on a vacation with my favorite person, which is me. And... (laughs) (laughs) While there, I was in Mexico, so I was in a different country, and I was around a lot of people who—I think in New York, people are used to seeing people of different kinds of backgrounds and Mm -hmm. different kinds of hair textures, and so I don't get it as much here in New York, but when I'm in a completely different country and I'm surrounded by people from all over the world, a lot of people from different parts of the U.S. that may not be as big or, like, parts of Canada that may not be as ethnically diverse— I had a lot of people talk to me about my hair. I pretty much the entire week that I was there, someone would make a comment about my hair, and I don't mind. Like I love my hair. I I, I wear it in a certain way because I do want people to look at it and like it and regard it and say that it's great. That's wonderful. And then there were those people who tried to ask that follow up question of, "Can I touch your hair?" And it always gets really, really awkward because I don't want them to touch my hair. I don't want them messing with my hair. I'm not their petting zoo. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet it's also really awkward because it's like, oh, I have to shoot this person down. And I even shot someone down and I do it in a kind of, I'm like, no. And then I smile. And this one guy, as I was saying no and smiling, I I guess he didn't quite connect that I said no and smiled because maybe English was his second language. And he started to put his hands up and he almost touched my hair and I swatted his arm down. So that was Very, very challenging. Uh, To the point where, like, I think after the fourth or fifth day, I think I texted you all and I was like, I cannot fucking deal with this anymore. I don't want to talk about my hair. I just want to, like, be. Mm -hmm. It gets very exhausting. I don't know if anyone else has experienced
4: that What is the fascination, though? Because it seems to always be a certain type of people. Oh, we're on this podcast. White people (laughs) that always want to touch hair. And I don't get it. Because, like, I have different hair than Carlos. but And Jolie has different hair than both of us. And Zach has whatever but <laughs> <laughs> that mop <I'm> on <laughs> <did> that, man. <laughs> but I'm like and I even look at Ashley we all have different kind of hair and I have no urge to reach my hand out or even ask
3: you to touch your hair I have no desire well the funny thing, for, for me I get it from both sides like I get it from white folks and from some from some black folks. Ugh like because my hair sort of sits in between mm-hmm. the 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 spot where it's like wavy it's wave, yeah. and and kinky cuz my hair does have sort of a very like it's not obvious but it has sort of a micro texture to it mm-hmm. and it's like just folks will just out of nowhere grab my hair and I'm I'll be like what excuse me and then like so like the kind of person it is is never a consistent thing for me cuz I'll look and be like uh oh I guess it's a braiding party. (laughs) I just know I saw that
4: video recently where they were sitting in the office. Someone was in their cubicle, so it was from their cubicle. But it was a black girl sitting in a stool and like three white people surrounding her, just touching and like talking about it. And I guess she let it happen, but like it was making it okay for Becky and her friends. No, she looked super (laughs) uncomfortable too because then one of them was definitely like a white immigrant, and so. The One of the other people, like the younger girl in the office was like, you've never seen a black person's hair? And the other person was like, no, I have never seen blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, my God. Crazy. I'm
0: going to need you to look with your eyes and not not with your hands.
4: Right. Put this family's business out there. Please.
0: (laughs) It happens to me all the time. Mm-hmm. But also, like you, I like to keep my hair big. The bigger, the better for me. And it's mm-hmm. curly and I dyed it recently. So there's like gold in it. And I'm yeah. always doing something strange to it. Um and uh, last year my wife and her family are from like Martha's Vineyard in the Cape and it's beautiful. So we were at a wedding and as I'm walking out, two of the bridesmaids, the little tips, obviously came up and no question, just like straight, like you can see, it was like a a horror film. Like just (laughs) no, there was no sound. There was no, it was like, exactly, exactly what it was like. It's like, I love your hair. And just before I knew it, Fingers were entangled. Oh hell! So all- in it, no. Like you, like um, you're palming my head like basketball.
1: <laughs>
0: entangled. Like
1: and you're I, a Wilt Chamberlain girl. Like, what, it's like what, In what
0: world is that? And I just had to like duck out of it and right. get out. And my my wife's family is amazing because they all rushed up right. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Because they know I'm crazy, and I will the fight them. somebody. We'll throw fight down some, to Martha's I will fight, but it was just, it. It just felt like they thought it was natural, and like why wouldn't I? It's a compliment, and so I'm complimenting you. So why would you ever have an issue with it? I, I take issue with it.
3: Mm. Don't pet me. But it's like just because you're being nice doesn't mean that you have implied permission, mm-hmm. and just because you ask for permission doesn't mean it was granted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like. I don't understand why people have that problem. Like, where is the disconnect?
2: <laughs> so, um, as someone who's half white... Uh, here's as what, our sleeper agent. Yeah, as as, <laughs> as the double agent on the inside.
1: Sacrificing her melanin for the cause.
2: I, I'm not allowed to go outside because... A, my grandma said I couldn't go outside and play with my cousins because of my skin. She said it was too good. So, anyway... um. That said, (laughs) here's what I will say about the reason why white people do that. Um, One, oftentimes they've never seen that or they don't hang around it or they're not around it a lot. Um, The other reason is because now it's going to get a little bit bleak. Um, You know, when you're in a store and you see a lot of things and you're like, oh, this is a pretty object and you immediately touch it. You don't need to touch it, but you just touch it. You have to think about sometimes, do these people see you as a person? Do they see you as an equal? Do they see you as something just different? Um, And I don't want to say that that's everyone, like, each white person's deep down that they don't view you as human. But, like, would it be okay if they went up to someone that they didn't know and put their hands on them? Like another person within, you know, if they were in school or at work. And a lot of times they would say, well, no, it's not right for me to put my hands on someone else." And it's not cool. That's not appropriate. Um, but deep down inside, I don't think that they really see people of color the same way that they see their own community, going, which is sad to say. But
4: but going down that same thought process, like if there was a really like big buff guy mm-hmm. and he was white, um, they would not think it's OK to go up to this man and just start
2: rubbing his chest. However, And grabbing unless- his biceps. So, but certain people would feel that, oh, if I'm in that space, you should want me to do that. Like if we're at a gay bar, okay, and hands are going into pan, hands are in places, Ooh. they think that, oh, you are in the space, therefore you want me to. And and these are two separate things, yeah, so like very much so. But like if I was, if I was a inside, I'm a beautiful blonde white woman. Um, if if I put my hands okay, on that muscle, Um if I put my hands on that muscly man, I was like, oh, he must. The want way it. he
4: ran his hand his, hands through his one A.
2: Right. <laughs> he said that my point five B um, <laughs> zeta epsilon. No, um, what what I will say too, like my relationship with it, uh, with hair is that like I've never had to experience that because like people like my hair is not unique or different or weird. Or not weird. Well, That's to white what, people. To white people, it's just normal. It's just wavy. Uh, uh-huh. um, but it was weird because in in my high school, hair was... And when I was going to high school at the time, before India Ari's song, I Am Not My Hair, title of this episode, um, there no one had natural hair. Um, everyone's hair was like pressed or you would wear a wig or it would be in braids. So like, um, because I was artistic and gay um, and I would do hair, like I would great hair all the time, but like...
4: You went to a largely black school, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. I went to school in Detroit, and it was about like 60, 40 in my high school. And then in middle school, I was... Here, here's unique. Um, I was one of three white people, and I was the only Asian. Hitting hitting every, wow. every number. Um, but...
4: Came um, up in Detroit, a minority white person, and you can see Zach in the 1984... 1984- <laughs> VHS of the Clark Sisters concert. In
2: 1996 Karen Clark sheared finally. Praising concert. God in a crane um, shot over the audience. And, you know, I got in a fight with someone on Curbed Detroit because Curbed Detroit released this article. No, we're getting off topic. Never mind. We're talking about hair. It was good. Don't worry. I'll tell you later. We'll talk about it on the God podcast.
3: Well, the like, you God. know, it's, it's interesting because, like, you know, even if I if I'm walking down the street and I see some, because I like dogs. I see somebody and they have a dog that looks cute and if I want to try, if I want to pet the dog, I ask the owner first. Mm-hmm, sure. Right? Because mm-hmm. the dog's not going to give me permission. Right. At least not, you know, in these time. But what if it bit right. you?
4: But see, even <laughs> white people, they do that too. They'll just start touching other people's dogs. No, not, right. like, So I'm just like, where, 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 is, <laughs> right? They're just operating in the world and like like so touch any and everything. But I don't think that, I don't
0: want to say everybody, but for the context of this conversation, I don't think that they are used to being told no. So to go back to your question, why do they feel like they don't even have to wait for an answer? Because the answer in their mind is yes. Like, why wouldn't you say yes to me? Because there's
4: nothing
3: wrong with it, right? To my
0: question. Yeah, there's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with it. And I don't get told no. Why would I be told no right now? No,
3: Mm -hmm. yeah. And also, like, I, I sort of, like, think back to the message. Like, just, like, you know, going, visiting my friends' houses who were white and the way that they were taught about permissions, like you need to ask for permission if you want to use it, somebody will say yes. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like my mother was just like, you need to ask permission and then
2: wait for an answer.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the whatever the answer was, like, exactly. Do exactly. Th-
4: do, you think, do you
2: think that they don't have home training? That's I why. was yes. thinking the same <laughs> because thing. Because they don't no have home shoes training. On Where home. is the home, training. Training. Because no home
3: Zach, training.
4: training? Because Zach, you said home something training. earlier about uh-huh. being in a store, and you're talking about like uh, this is a cute object. I want to touch it. I was told. Don't break Don't it. <laughs> Don't look at
2: it. Don't look at it because you'll break it. Yeah. Right.
4: You got some McDonald's money? <laughs> Beyond the ways people invade our personal boundaries when it comes to your hair, people jump to all sorts of conclusions about the kind of person you are based on your appearance. That can be as a QPOC in a mainstream space, as a queer person in a POC space, as a POC in a queer space. As a trans or NB person in all spaces. Sometimes the way you look is frowned upon and considered outright unacceptable. Hairstyles like dreads, cornrows, or afros aren't allowed in some workplaces. You might look too flamboyant or that women are expected to
3: wear heels. How do you deal with that in your life? Mm. So, like, you know, I for me, um, part of the reason why I enjoy freelancing so much is because I don't have to deal with that bullshit mm-hmm. anymore. And I work from home, so I don't have to either. Right. So like, you know, uh, I I say you like, you know, a lot. I, I want to work on that. So my brother actually points out, like, he'll tell me that you need to cut your hair if you're going on job interviews. No one's going to hire you with the way that your hair is cut. And I'm like, well, first of all, you haven't lived in New York in how many years? But mm-hmm. um, to that point, just he'll sort of be like, you know, this is what you need to do if you want to go out and you want to get these jobs. You need to look a certain particular way. Mm-hmm. And I I hate that. And it's not like I walk out of my house looking crazy. But... Well, the... I, first of all. <laughs> first of all. We'll talk about you and your dry hairspray another day. So <laughs> dry shampoo. Dry shampoo. So there's there's that piece of it and also the the... Dealing with my pronouns, right, on a a day-to-day basis where folks look at me and because I don't quote-unquote look non-binary, they jump to particular conclusions about Mm -hmm. how I identify or the way that I I live my day-to-day life. And so I, I just... As a freelancer, I get to just interact with the kinds of people I want to. Now, whether or not I'm finding clients is another story, mm-hmm. obviously. <laughs> but there, there is a freedom that I have because I don't have to deal with that anymore. Mm-hmm. It's more, um, gosh, it's
4: so much the same in corporate America because I work for a large company and at one time did work in an office. So there are things that really do annoy me like dress codes and kind of these assumptions about uh, who you are based on how you look and present to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, that's in New York where you still might work. if You could get lucky and not work at a conservative place and be around a whole bunch of people within the community. Um, I really think about the listeners um, at this time who are probably not in New York or San Francisco or LA or one of the coastal mm. cities uh, who still work these jobs where they're working at a cubicle or... Or maybe not even that, but maybe retail or like fast food where they still exist within our community, but um, have to adhere to a different way. So dress codes and all this stuff. It's just annoying that in business, they—well, at least in conservative business and especially the office that I work at when I'm in the office, like, they expect the salespeople to have their face shaved. Like, you just can't grow a beard. And so, I remember being a person that works remote, going on a sales call with a salesperson one time. After the sales call, the salesperson tried to tell me in the car. He was like, well, you know, when you go out on customer calls, you need to shave and blah, blah, blah. I was like, fuck you. Like, yeah. no. <laughs> I was just—I nodded. I was like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I saw him at the next get-together, and I still had just a beard. Just hairy. Just hairy. <laughs> hairy <as> always. <laughs> I mean, right now, I'm on the facial skin thing, but— I haven't shaved in Smooth a little bit. Smooth as a but baby. Almost. Um, but no, it's annoying. And I told this story on the podcast a few weeks ago about how I went on a customer call and my boss texted me that morning. He was flying in from out of town and he was like, make sure to wear a tie. And I'm like, that's annoying. I still wore the tie, but it's annoying that that is like, I need to keep my job and my insurance. I can't rock the boat too much, but it is annoying. Mm-hmm. And I know, so the whole point to all of me, to me saying all of that is, For me to live in New York and have a remote job and basically 99% of the time do what I want and still feel that annoyed by those constraints, imagine what the people who don't live in New York and don't work for a more progressive place but still identify the way we identify must feel.
3: Yeah. How would you— Are there pieces of of advice or encouragement you think we could offer— to to listeners who for whom that is their experience because like i was i was actually having this conversation on instagram with my friend um marquesa and they were were telling me about how like one of the, one of the things about once you've embraced your queerness is that you find quiet ways to rebel if mm-hmm. you can yeah <laughs> and so you find ways to queer things up if you're told you can't do this, you can't do that, and you're just like, "You're gonna watch me do it anyway." <laughs> so, what what do you think are ways that people can can do that, especially like you know in in corporate jobs where they've got where there might be dress codes mm-hmm. in
4: that play. include things that the question asks, like big hair or natural hair or dreads
1: or anything like, or like men can't wear nail polish or things like that. I mean, the first thing is always just make sure that um, I would always be sure if I'm in an industry like that, that's a little bit more prescriptive, perhaps figuring out like what are the actual rules, right? Because a lot of times people will try and speak with certainty about like, well, this is a guideline or this Mm -hmm. is a policy. And then you go back to the book and actually it's not in there. It's how we maybe culturally talk about things, but Um, that doesn't necessarily mean it's quote unquote policy. So understanding first and foremost, like what is the actual guideline? And then from there figuring out, okay, so if that's the guideline, then what are the boundaries and what are the things that um, I can do, those small little maybe micro uh, transactions or Mm -hmm. aggressions or whatever that I can do so that I can put my own little spin on it. Maybe it's, um, you know, I wear something just slightly askew or I can, you know, play around with the way I, I present something on myself that might be a marker for myself. I'd also check and see um, where you can get support from within various pieces of your organization. So um, we talked a little bit in our interview about uh, gathering support from leadership and from people at the top. Um, So again, you might not have power in your current situation because of where you are currently in the structure. However, there are people that are above us and there are people that have, you know, we say things are above our pay grade. So the people who are at that pay grade and find out who might be sympathetic and who might be helpful. And the last thing I would also say is also just check with your current uh, state or place that you work in and see what kinds of laws um, that might be on the book. So like we're very fortunate and I get that we're in New York. We're super progressive. So there are laws and rules and regulations around what can and can't be specified at work for Mm -hmm. employees and how people identify for their gender and their gender expression. And I understand that that's not throughout the world. But if you are in a place that does have those kinds of protections, don't be afraid to rely on those. And don't be afraid to tell people that you know your rights and that they won't be infringed upon.
0: Come through, Laws. Yes. That is great advice. I was going to say... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fuck it and do it anyway. Now that,
0: <laughs> now that we got the Law portion uh, out of the way, I, I was going to say kind of to, to your point is, uh, every time you come over to my desk, my screensaver is probably going to be like a scene from Brookback Mountain. And I'm going to have like a RuPaul mm. uh, bobblehead on my yeah. desk. I will find <laughs> ways to let people know that I am, that are still within the confines, should the laws say that I can't. I have to dress a certain way. I will still find the loophole.
4: You got to be careful, though, because you might have some haters at your job. And I think I told this story one time before about Miss Gloria at my Gloria? office. And how the one she, who was redeemed? She was too redeemed because I had a picture of Jesus breakdancing in my cubicle. Oh. And it was the it was a meme from the internet. Mm-hmm. He was uh in the in like the Vatican and all the cardinals were watching him <laughs> and he was like mid-B-boy pose.
0: Elaborate. And
4: so the, the 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 caption was the for the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve. Mm-hmm. And so it was a joke. While I was gone on vacation, Miss Gloria came over to my cubicle and tried to proselytize to everybody around saying, does this not offend you as a Catholic? I found out about it later And I'm like, this lady needs to mind her business. So on that Monday morning when I got back, I sent her an email. I was like, Gloria, if you have an issue with anything that's in my cubicle, which is the furthest back in the corner where nobody walks by in the first place, and Uh you work all the way at the front of the office, then come to me first. I sent that email at 9.30 in the morning. I heard her receive it. And then I heard her walk over, and I just said, Gloria, I don't have time for it. Get out of my face. Not today.
0: Not today.
2: (laughs) So when you said, if you have a problem, come talk to me.
4: (laughs) 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 You
3: didn't actually mean it. (laughs) (laughs) It's come over here.
4: (laughs) So (laughs) so then the managers had to get involved. I had to take everything down. So I say all that to say, be careful about, you know, causing a stirrup. But at the same time, do the little thing. Be more subtle than how Mm -hmm. I was.
3: But it's not like you
4: messed up. I was minding my damn business. Right. I believe in
0: Jesus. Yeah, you didn't put it in a heart cubicle. Right, it's not like you left it on her desk. She
4: came looking for it, and that's the thing that I want to say is people will go looking for the mess. If you
1: look for it, you will find. You it. will always
4: yeah. find the mess. They will look for the mess and mm-hmm. they'll try to
1: undermine you. Well, speaking of looking for the mess, I think it's time to take a real quick break. Gloria can kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And with that, you all, our time together comes to a close. Special thank yous to our guest Ashley for joining us. It has been such a pleasure to have yeah, you. You to come been so back. Yes. Thank you for having me, y'all. please let us know when you want to come back this yes. year. It's Next week? always open for <laughs> you. Come listeners. on, Megan. We'll yeah. put your picture up Listen. on the website. <laughs> yes. 24 hours later. We want to give a huge shout out to our patrons on Patreon for supporting us in our mission to create quality content by and for QT, POC. And Jonathan, what was it that you said these last couple episodes about reaffirmed spirit and stuff? Yep.
0: Yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's not on the script. No, okay. Okay. Right. You okay. I'm the leading right. So whatever it was, Jonathan said at the end Have of the last episode. Yes, go go, into the world yeah. go in peace a
4: reaffirmed spirit. Go into the world with a love spirit. That's what it is. Go out into the world with that. You all go back out into the world with a reaffirmed spirit.
3: Yes. And I am Jolie. I'm Jonathan. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's not. I'm so
4: sorry.
3: I'm Jolie. I'm Zach. I'm Carlos. I'm Jonathan. I'm Ashley. And this is
0: the
1: the award-winning This This Cupac Life.
0: Come on, pterodactyl. And the theme song. This
3: Cupac Life.